Welcome to the Remnant Godcast with Pastor Todd Coconado. This is the Daily Rundown, and I'm so thankful that you've tuned into the show today. You know what's funny? I have two shows. I have this one, and then I have the uh, Patriot Preacher show that I do with Mark Anthony. And we have some of the most amazing guests. I mean, A-list guests, Larry Elder, you know, uh, Newt Gingrich. I mean, amazing people that have been on. You know, Pastor Paula White recently came on. Uh, And the craziest thing is people say, Todd, I like the daily rundown because it's, you know, you're talking about things that we want to hear that no one else is talking about. And so I thank you for tuning in to this show. That means a lot. And by the way, check out the Patriot Preacher Show. It's on the same channel on podbean.com. You'll get to see that. Uh, you can Google Todd Coconado show and it will come up and there's plenty of podcast platforms that you can play for free. Uh, but there is so much going on in our world. So let's go through some of the things. So today started off, uh, everybody was freaking out on President Trump. He put out a tweet and the tweet read something along the lines of delaying the election. Of course, the uh, Democrat heads exploded and um, the, you know, many people in the Republican Party uh, were saying things and, 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 you know, they don't understand the way President Trump works yet. And so I had to get on the phone with a bunch of people that were freaking out and say, calm down. The president's not going to delay the election. He's playing 4D chess as he always does. And the president is really good at getting the news cycle to go frenzy. And uh, there's a lot of different moving parts right now. So I want to kind of talk about some of these things. A lot of people are concerned uh, which you should be, because we are in a an epic battle for the future of our country. Uh, I, you know, I can't even express how much danger there could be if a Democrat were to get into office. It's this is not a four-year election. You know, I've grown up my whole life uh, going to school in the in the '90s. You know, and uh, you know the the late '80s, and, and and America was a different place back then. You know, Ronald Reagan, even when Bill Clinton was uh, in the White House, and he was doing all kinds of nefarious things, and they were selling stealth technology to China and, uh, you know, really equipping China for the problem that we now have with them today. But besides the point, America was different back then. And, uh, you know, even when Bill Clinton got in, there was a series of checks and balances and uh, different systems in place, which allowed us to keep the Republic going and prospering for many more years because America is such a great nation. But as the timetable went on and, uh, you know, the timeline went on, Uh, We now got to a precipice moment. This is a defining moment in American history because this is the moment where all the chickens are coming to roost. And they're not because America is some evil country like the Reverend Wright would try to say, you know, not God bless America. But yeah, I won't I won't finish that. Uh, But no, that, that was Obama's pastor. And that's what Obama thinks, because Obama is a treasonous traitor. That's why literally his uh his call sign was, I think it's like rebel or renegade or something treasonous because that's who he is. He's a renegade. He's a, a treasonous person. He's, he's not, it's not even his real name. His real name is Barry Satoro. And, uh, you know, many people have done a lot of work on Obama over the years investigating his childhood. And I can go down that rabbit trail, but I'm not going to do that. But the man was a Manchurian candidate. He was a traitor that was, you know, basically a puppet for the deep state elites. He's still out there causing division. He was at the funeral of, uh, you know, the 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 uh, the, the congressman uh, that just passed away, uh, Congressman Lewis, and you know he's sitting there at the at the funeral at the funeral talking about mail-in ballots. Um, unbelievable. I mean, I, I would be very angry if I was part of the Lewis family. I would be very angry. I mean, that man was, uh, you know, has a great history, and and he should have been talking about that. He shouldn't have been causing division and 
being political and, and, and it's almost like a campaign speech or at a funeral, man. But that's who the man is. He, he has no regard for anybody. He's pompous. He's prideful. He hates America. He is constantly working to undermine this president. He's constantly working in the shadows, doing shadow diplomacy around the world. Him and John Kerry, another treasonous person who you know has literally broke the Logan Act and really should be prosecuted for that. Um, you know, along the many other things, like I mentioned, the Clintons and all the different illegal things that they've done over the years and the people that still to this day continue to die around them. And I think the public and the people are waking up. And I know that there's a lot of people that are really, really concerned about the election. But I just want to say this, and I'm concerned, too. I'm concerned, too. Uh, I don't think we can sleepwalk our way into this. I don't think Trump has a guaranteed victory. But I do have some optimism and I do have some hope because, first of all, we're praying and I know many, many intercessors that have been activated all around the country, and these people are fervent prayer warriors. And also because I believe that God is going to hear the prayers of the righteous if we cry out. We need to repent as a nation. And, and I've been saying that in blog posts and in articles and op-eds and different things on the radio show, but we do need to repent. I think that's a clear thing that we do need to do as a nation, as a church. We've gotten off course. I think God is, is waking us up. He's waking us up with the coronavirus. He's waking us up and allowing these things to happen. He's waking us up with the riots and the, and the mobs that are in our streets that are terrorizing people. And um, so anyways, there's, there's a lot of treasonous stuff going on still behind the scenes with Obama, his shadow diplomacy. Uh, he's out there worried about these mail-in ballots. And so Trump put out the tweet that I was talking about. And what did he do? He triggered everybody to now have to talk about mail-in ballots. Now, everybody's got to talk about mail-in ballots. They got to talk about the accuracy. And there was this uh, tweet that I put out, that President Trump put out today. Um, I actually put it on Facebook, but President Trump put it on Twitter. And it's a video of a report where they did an investigation. Uh, these reporters did an investigation. They sent out, I think it was 100 mail-in ballots, and then they tracked them, and they wanted to see how many actually got to where they were supposed to go, and they were shocked because many of them didn't. So it just proves what President Trump is saying is correct, is that this is different than, uh, the, than what, you know, an absentee ballot system. This is, the mail-in ballot system is completely shaky. It's, there can be a tremendous amount of voter fraud. This is like uh, ballot harvesting on steroids, and that's why President Obama couldn't help himself but talk about it at the, at the funeral today because it's on his mind. And why is it on his mind? It's on his mind because President Obama is guilty, not only of treason, like I mentioned, like President Trump has tweeted out many times, spying on uh, a, a president, an incoming administration, uh, setting up a, you know, a whole wiretap system, setting up a whole, this is bigger than Watergate and it's not getting any coverage in the mainstream news. They're not reporting on it for a reason because they are in bed with these people. This is the they're the propaganda wing. That's what the mainstream media are today, ladies and gentlemen. That's why so many people are waking up and understanding they can't listen to the mainstream media. Their stories are fake. They're propaganda every single day. And I go on the Drudge Report, which has also fallen. It's also a propaganda outlet now because he sold his soul and he sold out. Matt Drudge, that man, he's probably on a beach somewhere with a billion dollars. But you know what? I would never do that. I would never do that with Remnant News. I don't care how much money they would give me. I would never do it. You know why? Because it's principle. It's who I am and what I fight for every day and my passion. And I don't mind being the underdog. That's okay. And you know what? As long as we have the Lord on our side and we're anointed and appointed for a time as this, that's all we need. And so I can't believe Matt Drudge, that sellout. You know, the last election, he was all Trump. Now he sold out his site and got a big paycheck and that site 
still has a bunch of conservatives that are going to it that still haven't caught on. It's bad news every single day about Trump, about the coronavirus, about our country, about the economy. And a lot of people go to that site, ladies and gentlemen. A lot of people go to that site. Luckily, there's the Bongino report now. Dan Bongino's putting that out. There's Eagle Slant. I go to that site a lot, eagleslant.com. There's Remnant News, uh, theremnantnews.com, theremnantnews.com, or you can go to rmntnews.com, or you can go to toddcoconado.com, and that'll get you to Remnant News. But, you know, regardless, ladies and gentlemen, we need to wake up and understand the battle that we're in. And so it's super, super crucial and important. I want to talk about a story. Um, and, and, and let me just finish out that last thought with President Trump. So he's got a plan. He's playing 4D chess. And we'll, we'll elaborate on that, uh, on that in a few minutes. But I want to tell you this story. So in the communities uh, around the country, you know, most communities now have what they call a community Facebook page. You may have seen these. The wives really know about this. Hey, husbands, if you don't know about it, the wives really know about this. They have the community Facebook pages. And people, some of the people are on that site like all day long. It's pretty amazing, especially if you have a community where they're active, the people are active on it. And there's people that are on there all day, all day long, and they're talking about all these different things. And some of them, because I've lived in Southern California for 30 years, you know, I happen to be on two or three of the Southern California community sites that are closest to where I live. And, uh, and so, you know, I, I watch what these people put on there and there's, there's these people that literally every single day are bashing the president are literally speaking communist propaganda. Uh, they're, they're completely deceived. They, they think that the, the, protesters in Portland that stormed a neighborhood yesterday that the, the residents had to band together to defend their, their community with the police and the, and the people were out of control within a few minutes. Uh, it only was peaceful for a short while. It turned violent. Uh, you know, they think that's okay. They think that's normal. They're, 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 they're cheering for the protesters. They're cheering for the rioters around the country, these, these socialist communist people. They don't understand that the, the property damage, the businesses. And by the way, the businesses are, are people of all races, colors and creeds that have fought, you know, blood, sweat and tears for generations to, to build these businesses. Some of them are handed down family businesses. Some of them have, you know, been recently started. But if you've ever started a business, you know the work that goes into starting a business. So people have, you know, spent a lot of work, money, blood, sweat and tears, investment to build these businesses. I know Obama says, you didn't build that business, but that's Obama. He doesn't know what he's talking about. You did build the business because I know I built a business. I know what it takes. It takes blood, sweat, tears, work. You probably work more in your own business than you do working for a company. And, and I've worked for corporations and companies and they'll work you to the bone. But guess what? When you have your own business, you work even more because it's, you know, make it or break it. <laughs> and so you have your own business and you're, and you're sitting there trying to make it in the world today, a very difficult situation right now, COVID-19. Has, has hurt the economy because it's, it's, it's a weaponized bioweapon that was designed to do just that. And this was all planned on the election year to try to stop this president. I don't care what anybody says, that's exactly what it is. And so regardless of that, and, and then the media, that's why they're, they're hysterical, trying to get you to wear masks and now goggles. I mean, come on, it's just so ridiculous. But back to the, the community site. So I go on this community site and I see these people every single day and I'm on it, you know? And so I started speaking to this guy. He's, he's a African-American man, very angry man, very, very angry. And he's always saying racist things on there about white people and president Trump. And he just hates this country. And so I was just engaging him today. You know, I'm a pastor, so I can sometimes, you know, I can control myself. I mean, usually I can, I have a, a high tolerance level, high threshold. People come and scream in my face. And, you know, I'm pretty good about maintaining until they get, you know, if they do something to my wife or my 
family, then that's where I lose it. But usually with me, I can, I can actually, my wife says, you know, you should say something. I, I come from that world. I used to be very violent when I was younger. And so God has worked on my heart and healed me of that. And so, you know, I'm, I have a really high threshold for people going crazy on me. And I think that's part of the anointing of being a pastor. So, you know, this guy saying all these awful things and, you know, coming against me and attacking me and cursing me and, you know, telling me I'm crazy and I'm a conspiracy theorist and all these things. And so, you know, I just started hitting him at the root from a spiritual standpoint, you know, as I was praying and as I was, you know, speaking the word, I said, Lord, give me the words. And I started to dismantle the anger and it was, it was a slow dismantling, but, you know, I started getting to the core, man, why are you so angry? You know, I said, look, I grew up in the Valley. I said, I had friends of every color, of every race, of every creed. I said, we all hung out together. No one was talking about race. I said, this is all, you know, coming up now. But in my lifetime, in our lifetime, we were all hanging out, man. I said, come on, man. Come on. Not everybody's racist, you know. And, and he says, well, you know, you're a pastor. You should know. And I told him a story. I said, well, listen, I was stabbed nine times. I said, by a Hispanic guy. I said, but you know what? Some of the best people in my life, including mentors and people that I love dearly, or Hispanic. I can't blame every Hispanic because there was one bad person that stabbed me. That person's going to have to deal with God. That person's going to have to answer before the Lord. And, 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 you know, let the Lord fight your battle, sir. I said, why are you being so angry, man? Get out there and, and go enjoy your life. Don't, don't sit on Facebook all day arguing and, and spreading hate. What's the point of that? What is that going to get you in life? It's not going to get you. You're just out here spreading division in our community. Go out there and, and, and find some people that, that you like and hang out with them, man, and, and reach out. I said, most people aren't that bad. You know, and so we, we started talking. And by the end of the conversation, I think I really was able to minister to him. And I'm not doing, you know, saying this to toot my own horn or whatnot, but because these are the types of conversations, ladies and gentlemen, as Christians, this is the battlefield now. You know, and there's a disinformation, misinformation campaign on social media. White people are scared to talk to black people and say anything because we're afraid we're going to be called racists. And, uh, you know, what? I'm Italian. Listen, I, you know, when I was younger, you know, it was cool to be Italian. And, and, you know, they had all the mafia movies and Sopranos. Remember that? And so, you know, black people love me. I've always had amazing black friends my whole life. They've never been angry with me. This is the first time in my life where all of a sudden people are, you know, even insinuating that I could have some racism. I mean, what a ridiculous thing. I mean, it's totally ridiculous. But the thing is, is that this is the world that we're in. So we have to understand how we can uh, push back and, and be digital soldiers and don't do it in a way that you're going to get people angry at you. You got to be able to dismantle the anger. And so if you're going to get into a conversation, be prayed up, but you got to hit them with facts and truth. And I just said, look, man, I don't know what's happened in your life, but I said, you know, Clearly, you're angry, and, and so you know we need to we need to address the root. Don't be so angry, man. Life's too short. You know you can sit here and spread hate on this on this West Hills site all day, or you know maybe you can have a you know go out there and enjoy your day, man. It's not everything so crazy, you know. And and these are the types of conversations I had a, on the Patreon preacher show today. We had a, a police officer, Sergeant Mike, and he has great ministry. I highly encourage you to listen to uh, that interview when we post it. But, uh, you know, he was saying, he said, look, you know, we got to have these tough conversations. We got to, you know, what I said, Sergeant Mike, what's the best way to stop this violence? He says, we got to have the hard conversations. And that's what I'm saying. We got to have the hard conversations. We got to push back. We got to stand for truth. We got to, you know, preach the truth and, and, and give the facts. And, and pastors, especially, 
need to be out there speaking and standing for truth. I feel like pastors, you know, I'm not here to badmouth the pastors. I know how hard it is to be a pastor. I have great sympathy and understanding for pastors and, and how hard it is. I have 16 years in the ministry myself. I totally get it. I totally, totally get it. But that being said, we need to, we need to stand up. We need to speak the truth. We need to preach the whole Bible. We can't be afraid. We can't be retreating. Uh, we can't be trying to be, you know, part of the cancel culture. We can't be uh, in there agreeing with the mob and, uh, you know, agreeing with things that are anti-God. And, and, you know, we have to push back and say, look, have you seen the Democrat Party platform? Do you know what this party stands for? Do you know what they want to do? Do you know what their agenda is? Do you know what they're trying to accomplish in our country? They're, they're trying to take away our rights, our freedoms, our religious liberties and freedoms. And if Joe Biden is to, is to get into office, listen, he's just a puppet. He's not going to, it's like Joe Biden that's going to be calling the shots. It's going to be all the special interests and the, uh, the very nefarious people that he's aligned himself with, like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and Ihan Omar and uh, the very most radical people in the Democrat Party are going to be the people. Bernie Sanders will probably have some say there. Hillary Clinton, uh, you know, you name it. Uma Abedin and, and the whole, you know, Barack Hussein Obama, the whole group. And so he, he's supposed to pick his VP in the next couple of days. Joe Biden, it's going to come out in the next couple of days. He's supposed to pick his VP. And uh, to me, I think the, the three people that I see at the top of the list is Susan Rice, uh, is, is uh, Michelle Obama and is Camilla Harris. Now, many people I know, they're thinking Camilla Harris, and it could be Camilla Harris. I know there was the political art, Politico art, art, article. Uh, yeah, it's getting late, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, political article that came out the other day, and you know they leaked uh, you know possible, I think it was a tweet or something that they put out there, but it did say uh, August 1st, Michelle Obama, or I'm sorry, August 1st, Camilla Harris was going to be um, the VP, but I've always felt because Obama's, you know, they just, they, they give, I mean, I went on Twitter and literally there's like this ad right at the top of Twitter for Michelle Obama and some podcast she's doing, you know, I go on these different sites. Everybody's promoting Michelle Obama. Everybody's promoting. I mean, look at Netflix, they, you know, becoming, and you know, they got these books. And so to me, if I were to read the deep state and read what they've been messaging for a very long time, it seems like they position Michelle Obama, but you know, she might not want to run. I don't know. They have millions of dollars. They're very, very wealthy. Uh, America's been good to them, even though they hate America. America's been very, isn't it always interesting that these people like the Obamas, they have hundreds of millions of dollars. And uh, he was a community organizer and then became a state senator. And then he became the president of the United States. He's got millions, hundreds of millions of dollars, houses all over. Uh, like Gavin Newsom, there's another one that he just got gifted this like, I think it was like $10 million mansion or something, just gifted. Somebody just gift some of $10 million. Here you go. You know, what do you do? You, you mean to tell me he didn't do something to get that? Come on, come on. Uh, you know, it's like uh, Diane Feinstein. She had uh, for years a Chinese spy driving her around. I mean, come on. This is a woman that's on like committees in the Congress. She's got all kinds of, um, you know, in classified information. You, you're telling me she didn't sell some of that. And how does she have so much money? How does uh, Nancy Pelosi have so much money? She's just a, a career politician. How does she have millions of dollars? It doesn't make any sense unless, unless she's taking bribes, unless she's taking, uh, you know, donations and things that are, that are illegal. And uh, this is all of these people, ladies and gentlemen. They're, they're, that's why the president refers to the, Look at the president. He's working for free and he's getting treated this way. And he literally gives up his salary because he's a billionaire. And uh, thank God, I mean, this is a man that's a, uh, you know, he's made a, a, a successful career for himself and 
You know, he's a patriot. He loves the country. Every day he gets a shellacking by the mainstream media. I mean, look what they put him and his wife. And oh my goodness, they try to paint their marriage like it's a disaster. They, they paint Trump. I remember they had the Trump balloon and, and they did that like naked Trump in, in New York. I mean, just gross things that these people have done that, you know, remember the, um, the woman, I was it Kathy Griffin or something like that. She had the head of, of Trump. I mean, just the most, I mean, think about the demonic and how grotesque just, we got to remember all these things like Nancy Pelosi ripping up the speech. I mean, just think about what these people have done over the last four years. How could we ever put them back in office? Could you imagine if they get back in office, what they're going to do? They're going to come for people like us. They're going to shut us down. They're going to try to silence us. They're going to go after all the religious liberties. They're going to make sure that, that no one like Trump ever gets elected again. That, this is pretty much the end of the country if, if the Democrats get in. And that's why I'm on here every day because I would much rather be talking about getting saved and set free and healed and delivered and all the amazing things that God's done in my life and you know, giving you hope. And, and there is hope in Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. But the reason why I'm talking about these things right now is because we're in the middle of this crazy battle. This is like an unprecedented battle, you know, and, 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 and I'm going to circle back before we end the show today. And I'm going to talk about why President Trump was talking about what he was, uh, the, the delay in the election today, which is the top story of the day. And the reason why he was doing that, he wants to bring attention to these mail-in ballots. And, and there's corruption, ladies and gentlemen. Listen, if it was a, a, a clean vote and, uh, you know, we could just all, you know, put in our driver's license or you know, there's some way that we could validate and, you know, put in our social and then vote. I mean, President Trump would win <laughs> because there's a lot of people that like President Trump. There's a silent majority that love President Trump, actually. Even people that I wouldn't even normally think that like President Trump, they like President Trump. So he's got a really strong lead. But the problem is, is that they want to do tremendous amount of voter fraud. And that voter fraud is dangerous. And that's where they're, they're, they're looking to the mail-in ballots to, to, to do like a national version of ballot harvesting, which they do in California. And, you know, in California, every election, we got to overcome ballot harvesting. And it's so discouraging because there's some great candidates and they almost win. I worked on a couple of campaigns where they were so close to winning and it was such a good battle, but we could not overcome the fraud, the tremendous amount of fraud. And so we don't want to see that nationwide. We don't want to see a Democrat get in office because they'll make sure to safeguard that. They'll make D.C. a state. They'll give it, you know, electoral votes. And of course, D.C. is extremely liberal. And so, you know, they'll do anything they can to uh, ensure they're going to let, you know, a ton of people into the country illegally, you know, make sure that those people all vote Democrat for life, give them a bunch of entitlements and free money, you know, helicopter money like they're doing now. And uh, that's what they're going to do. But see, we're not going to make it as a country, if we have a Democrat president, we will, we will cease to exist. People ask, why doesn't the United States, why, why are they not in the revelations of the Bible? You know, no one's talking about the United States in the end of days. Well, this is probably why, because at some point there will be a Democrat that may get in unless President Trump is able to do something sweeping. And we're really hoping he is, but we kind of know what the Bible says. So I'm hoping God gives us a reprieve season extension where we get a few more years to, to continue to preach the word of God freely here in America before we go through the tribulation. But, you know, the way things are looking, we're seeing the birth pangs, we're seeing the hours getting late. And so continue to be vigilant, ladies and gentlemen, every single day. Continue to be praying for our country every single day. Uh, get your house in order. Make sure you are in a good place with the Lord. Uh, this is the time of your life to get right with him if you haven't been right with him. And truly live consecrated, truly live in purity and righteousness and holiness and be prayed up, ladies and gentlemen, because we really don't know 
uh, what's even going to happen in these next few weeks as we as we ramp up into this election. We have a uh, you know only a few more months left, and it's going to get pretty crazy. So. Thank you for tuning in to the Daily Rundown with Pastor Todd. I will be back tomorrow. God bless you, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you.